Phyrexia to Alara, from Kaladesh to Ixalan. Magic the Gathering has many planes that players can explore. You're welcome, fellow travelers, to the Gaia Sanctorum. This is the Order of the Midnight Roller podcast. We are your guides, Jameson and Scully, and today we're going to be discussing the new releases for Magic the Gathering. Welcome, fellow travelers. So this week, yeah, we're going to be exploring some new uh, additions to Magic the Gathering. Uh, I am not up on these as much as my uh, host here is, so he's going to definitely do a deep dive on some of these new sets. Well, there's really no deep dive. Basically, last week they released the 2021 um, we don't talk about core, core expansions. Uh-huh. So they just kind of gave us names and brief summaries. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, they do this every year. And then there's, of course, there's all the speculation. Right. But this time, I think there's a lot to actually speculate on. Okay. So it hit me. So in the first quarter, the set that is going to be released through the main expansion, I guess I should say, is called Kaldheim. Kaldheim. Yes. So okay. the first expansion released in 2021, uh, Kaldheim takes on a world inspired by the Vikings, what they oh. might have looked like. Uh, we have a uh, glimpse the world before, notably in the plane chase, uh, Skybreen, which is a, if anybody has played plane chase before, um, there are different cards from different with different planes, okay. and they affect uh, the play a little bit differently. Okay. It's actually a fun way to play. I was about to say, now this is probably a great... Um, I lost my train of thought. This is a great direction for them, because Vikings are kind of hot right now. Like, they've, they've been hot. Yeah, like, Viking everything. There's, like, you know, Assassin's Creed is coming out with a Viking game. There's what, ten Viking shows out right now. You might mm-hmm. as well just go... This is like when zombies just became a thing. Well... I mean, they're, they've kind of been dancing around the Norse-based set, because they did an Egyptian-based set, and they did one that had dealt yeah. more with, like, conquistadors. Zors, which was they one have, of my favorite. Um, they have, oh, what was it? Um, Kamigawa, which was right. heavily inspired by the Asian cultures. Right. So they're kind of going around and around, and they're Trying finally... Trying to hit every culture that they can. Yeah, they're, they're finally getting down to... Honestly, I would probably want to... Play check out this set i mean without it being spoiled because right now you know we're gonna this... get like a hammer of the gods kind of card oh, artifact absolutely. there's gonna be like an odin type card well yeah um which I'm just i like, think huh, that would i be think it'd be interesting deck. if they did um like the gods like they did with theros and amon cat i would totally do a american gods themed deck but gods are so hard to play Plus, you'd be playing five colors. Right. And then it could be a commander deck, though. It's still the gods, because yeah. I actually looked into creating a um, okay, so god-type deck. If I don't do that, then I would definitely do a full-on, like, Viking Norse oh, you could commander do deck. That. And what's kind of interesting is with the new set that's coming out this month, mm-hmm. um, which is... Um, uh, not Theros. Theros came out la- uh, later this year. Right. Earlier this year, excuse me. Um, oh my god, why can I not think what it is? Um, Zendikar. <laughs> <Durr>. <laughs> 
I'm literally, I'm literally like looking at all the spoiler cards for it, and I'm like, I can't think of the name of the set. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, uh, so Zendikar, mm-hmm. um, another Zendikar set is being released um, later this month. So uh, just another like side set, not a, not the core set. Right? No, this is another one of the 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 complete expansions. Oh, okay. So um, this year we went back to. We went back to Theros with the mm. Theros Beyond Death, and now we're going back to Zendikar. Okay. Um, which Zendikar obviously has to do a lot with lands and um, the land basically being and, sentient. And that was from that one trailer we watched, is that Yes, correct? the one which with was, Nahiri. That was awesome. Although, you know, as I said with the trailer, I mean, it was absolutely beautiful, and I definitely want to see a... Um, Magic the Gathering TV show. Oh, be awesome. I wish they would put that much money into research and development. Yes. Because, I mean, b- bitch please. Yeah. Like, lately the sets... Well, one, some of the some of the cards in the sets were just way overpowered. You had Oko in the um, Throne of Eldraine set, which just... It overtook just, everything. I feel like cards and sets like that that have stuff that are too overpowered zap the fun out of stuff. Well, that's one of the problems that people are having is that the the way the sets are designed, you have like two or three top tier decks, and like everything else is just garbage. It, it's you just can't play it. As where I don't play like the speed, you know, have to win on turn three because I don't find that fun. Um, I like weird, janky things. and Yeah, like when I started playing, it was all about having fun. And then yeah. all of a sudden it, it turned competitive. And I'm just like, it's that's not fun to me. No. Like spending time with your friends, being creative with decks that you're building, that's fun. But like, oh, now they're putting out cards or where it's like, like you said, like I'll win the game in turn three. That's not fun. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's fun to the person doing that, but that's not fun to me. Yeah, which is, I mean, I haven't really played um, Arena in probably six months. No exaggeration. Because it's that, right? Yeah, it's, because, it's, it's I mean, it's no fun. paying to, well, to, to win in three turns. You have that, and then, like, I, I buy the physical cards because, I mean, there's at least some value there. Right. Like, I don't want to spend money on cards online no no the I want digital the phys- cards I want, I want the physical cards physical cards if anything and i just i don't feel like spending the extra money i want to feel like something tangible even though it's a piece of cardboard yeah um so with caldheim i'm kind of excited i again this is going to come out first quarter of next year so probably in january oh, okay um because that's usually the way that they break up the the uh, core or not the core sets, the core expansions. Yeah. This one I definitely am interested in. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they do because people have been asking for it for a long time. That would be a great one to do a um, un- like unpacking and making a deck and like playing. Uh, you talk about drafts? Yeah, like doing a draft about because yeah. that would be really awesome. We, we should do more drafts. Yes. Like, it's just so expensive to do. I mean, here's the thing. If you plan on doing it, X amount of friends that are doing mm-hmm. it, have each yeah. person throw, throw in 20 bucks and yeah, it makes it a lot cheaper. It makes it a lot cheaper. Yeah. All right. So for second quarter, there is the set Strixhaven. Um, oh, okay. That's and it's the that. School of Mages. Oh, so Strixhaven is the most elite university in the multiverse 
unlike anything oh we've seen God. before. This it's, is Magic the Gathering's answer to Hogwarts. Oh. Uh, unlike anything we've seen before, five colleges which battle it out um, to take their own magic. I, I'm reading this from um, the Magic the Gathering Zone, so they got this directly from Wizards of the Coast, in case you're wondering. Um, and yes, this is um, the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry for Magic the Gathering. Now I'm even more interested. This one, <laughs> I don't... It's all going to be like wizards and sorcerers and like shit like that, right? Well, they, I'll get into that in a minute. So this one, I like the idea, mm-hmm. but the problem I have with it is we've already had one of these which, which because um, uh, Teleria. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the Telerian Academy is um, based for that. Yeah, it, it is a school of for for mages and for the elite so like so is this like a play off of that maybe or like a more I don't, like expanding universe on the Telerian Academy to me it is it sounds to me like it's a different plane of existence okay um Strixhaven so um this is plane's version of that yeah I, I think I th- literally think it's the Hogwarts of um Magic, Magic the Gathering yeah um, of course, when I first saw the title, immediately I thought of Baleful Strix. Yes. So you, you we have a couple Strix-type figures in Magic already, so this will be interesting to see how they play that out. I mean, I love Harry Potter, so I would be very interested in seeing what this has. I'm, yeah. Every time I'm, I think of Wizards, though, I think of D&D and how squishy they are. So I'm just like, what kind of commander are they going to put from pull from this this expansion well we already have several several really good wizard um Mm -hmm. commanders Commanders. but the next season the next season the next set in quarter three is dungeons and dragons adventures in the forgotten realm wait a minute wait a minute minute. time out so magic has crossed over to D &D with like a core book Mm mm-hmm but now D and D is crossing over into Magic, and we're getting a we're getting a set of Magic cards. Correct. That are D and D inspired. Correct. Well, you might as well just take my money now. So, um, on the MTG Arena Zone, um, MTGZone.com, they state mm-hmm. that um, first we first saw uh, Godzilla promotional crossover, Ikoria Lair of the Behemoths. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is blah 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 blah. Okay, I'm gonna paraphrase this. Um, so basically, they are doing this instead of a core set, which core sets never notoriously never do well. Right. Like you get a couple good reprints, um, and then like the rest is pretty much garbage. Right. Uh, let's just call it for what it is. It's so what they're actually doing now, and they've actually started this with um, Zendikar, is they started putting the different classes in, which I mean, you always have like the. Um, character type like merfolk wizard mm-hmm. or whatever. whatever but yeah. now they're doing Vampire, wizard yeah. rogue i mean they're actually like building up what they call parties and they're making it so that if you have a full party so like um a wizard a cleric a a rogue and a warrior mm-hmm. um that you can do different things with that like in the same deck or in plant? the same in the on the on the battlefield if you have all of the different classes available, you're going to unlock different abilities. Oh, I am about that. 
I'm uh, actually not. I would like to see how he's playing. Like, I'm sure there's going to be videos of people doing it. And like... Oh, absolutely. I think they just made it way too complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, I I see what they're doing, and I like the idea, mm-hmm. but I'm Does it not... Does like more like Yu-Gi-Oh! where you get that like five pieces of one creature? I, yeah, I mean... And then it makes one creature, and then it unlocks that ability. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of more of the Exodia, the Forgotten One, or forbidden one forgotten one i don't know it's been years since i played Mm -hmm. um so you definitely have that idea behind it um i don't know like i think the i i i like the idea and i like that they're going to kind of introduce the D &D monsters yes into magic i want a beholder card i want i guarantee there's going to be beholder i guarantee there's going to be a mimic i guarantee uh, that there's going to be i would love uh, gelatinous i was just gonna say if there's a gelatinous cube i just want them i just want these cards i don't care if i'm gonna play them or not i just want them (laughs) i think i like the idea um i also like bringing the idea of bringing um the the actual characters so like xanathar or even bringing in like tiamat and bahamut yes um well i mean you know the this this D set would go great with that one arthurian set yeah they're gonna be they're not gonna be in the same cycle though but i mean like you could if you already had that one you can mix them i mean well you can do that super high fantasy well you can do that with any set i mean it's not that's neither here nor there, in my opinion. I don't know. Until we get more information, again, this is just all speculation. Yeah. I like the idea. I just don't know how well, it's going to work. Like, the mechanics might be a little wonky. I think, well, because, they're, as I said, with Zendikar, they're now introducing the different um, uh, classes. So, I mean, we've always had, you know, clerics and rogues and wizards, and we've had all of those. Right. They're just not but per- now, you know, pronounced like we're. But now it. we're going into that you have to have these subclasses where you used to be able to do, like, you know, I have, you know, my Eger Markov deck. They were all vampires. But, right. you know, you have the vampire wizard, you have the vampire cleric, right. you have the vampire Everybody's rogue. A vampire, vampire, but they're of different things. They're, yeah. They're different jobs. So I just, I don't know how this is going to work out. And I know a lot of people are like, kind these of... these are just going to be straight rogues, straight wizards. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. they're not they're not subclasses. They're just, they are the classes that they, that's a wizard, it's a rogue, it's a barbarian, it's a, you know what I mean? A cleric, a paladin. Yeah, so I don't really know. This will be interesting to see how it it, it comes together. It is going to be very interesting. I'm intrigued. I, I like, the, I like the idea. And as I said, I like the... Um, adding the lore of the forgotten realms mm. to magic the gathering because as i said i mean so it would be the awesome same company it's it's a surprise that this is the first time that they're trying to do this well someone actually explained and i don't know how true this is but basically one of the things that i heard again allegedly mm. that magic the gathering was really created to play like while you're waiting to play Dungeons and Dragons. I can absolutely see that. Because one of the things was like, oh, your character died, so you have to create a new one, but they can't introduce you yet, so you and you know another friend who died would play magic on the side while everyone's doing the campaign. Actually, so, I can very much see that, because I, I started playing magic the same time I started playing D&D. So, I mean, it seems about right to me. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I never... That was another thing. Like... 
in all the years I've played D&D, I've never really had a character die. Like, there's never been a TPK where I had the opportunity to stop and go play Magic on the side, but I can see it. I can see that happening. I mean, you haven't gone up against the, the Thessal Hydra yet. Not yet. That will be next week. Yes. On Saturday, actually. Saturday. Yep. Okay, so moving on to the fourth quarter, we have... Oh, I'm not. Yeah, you can't see this, fair listeners, but the face that Jameson is making, it's not a good one. So this is probably not great news. I, th- I think the sigh was, was enough. Yeah. So this is, this is I'm just going to say it, stupid confusing. So mm. we're going back to Innistrad, which, of course, when I heard that, I squeed because I love Innistrad. Right. Um, but it is Innistrad werewolves and Innistrad vampires. So they're doing two sets question mark that are supposed to but like war against each other like pretty much i mean most vampires and werewolves do well i mean the first time i heard this i was just like oh well first of all like lycanthropes and vampires i'm like ooh, squee we're going back to to freaking innistrad and then i'm like oh great they're doing underworld pretty much like they're pretty much doing that I mean, again, I like the concept. Um, let's see what it says. But that's here. a classic theme: werewolves versus vampires, which I never understood. Well, isn't there that one? Oh, it says there will even be a vampire wedding. Oh, interesting. Probably interesting. in the land of Stensia. Probably oh, not. I don't know. A vampire wedding. Um. Hope it doesn't suck. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really give me a whole lot of information, so we don't really know if they're going to be like all in one box or they're going to do two like separate two boxes. Separate, like you get a full set of vamp- mm-hmm. vampire stuff, and then you get a full set of like werewolf stuff. Yeah, so it's really vague. Obviously, as I said, they just announced this last week. You know, honestly, that's something that if they were smart about, they would bring out during like the fall, like close to like Halloween. No, month? this this is this oh, is, it is this is the fourth quarter. So next Halloween, next yeah. next October, mm-hmm. that is a good idea. I mean, ghouls and ghosts and mm-hmm. monsters and vampires and werewolves during the Halloween time. Yeah, that's a great time. Is it confusing on how it's going to work? A little bit. Yeah, and as as I said, we we will definitely get more information as time gets as it approaches but basically so this is going to release probably next september okay that's about um so right right before the um, holiday season right um now my speculation with this is they're actually going to do this alongside an innistrad dnd campaign setting oh that would be so like a like a same how to werewolves vampires D&D mm-hmm. setting. i would like to play that because well the only reason why i'm speculating this and this is just my opinion mm-hmm. only is look at what they did with theros so they uh, they released theros mm-hmm. this year the theros beyond death set dropped i don't remember which came first but i mean yeah. i actually didn't get this the um no because the theros set dropped the second quarter and mm-hmm. then in june the um mythic odyssey of theros dropped yes and so i think they're going to do the same thing with innistrad i mm-hmm. think they're going to release a campaign setting to go along with this i would be okay with which that. is something i've been wanting and i think a lot of people would really like because especially us old goss we want something like this well we want something like this but it's like 
it's Ravenloft without being Ravenloft. I was just going to say that. It is that Ravenloft feeling mm-hmm. without it being so... Ravenloft. So Ravenloft. So that's what I'm excited about. Um, it's the gothic horror, but a little more fun. Yeah, because it's like... It's right before like the industrial age, like the setting. So right. you have kind of the Renaissance technologies, but you're not quite to the industrial era. Right, you're not going into like you know was that victorian mm-hmm. england yeah so and then of course they have like the supplementary sets um they're doing a time spiral remastered which i don't know what anything about this no time spiral was a set like it's an old set um, there's so many I'm, i like it's hard to remember them all yeah hold on let me it's so hard to remember all the sets it really is there's so many that come out there's so many that have been out i don't remember when time spiral came out though i don't even remember what the symbol is it's an hourglass oh yes okay now i know it uh yeah that's what i had to say um time Mm. spiral block oh it's it's actually um fairly new yeah it's newer than i thought it was 2000s um, no, it came right after Ravnica, but right before Lorwyn. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to see Academy Ruins. This is the first card I see. I am currently on Card Kingdom, just kind of uh, looking to see what it was in it. Um, so, Gemstone Cavern. Oh, that'd be a good reprint. Oh, um, yeah. Gauntlet mm. of Power. Uh, Vesuva. I think that was rep- reprinted. Angel's Grace. Uh, Nether Trader. I already have one of those, but that's a good one to be reprinted. Yep, as I said, Academy Ruin. Oh, Lotus Bloom. Mm, So um, those are just some cards that uh, are available. Let's see what they say. It says it's a new way to experience the original Time Spiral block. Uh, Planar Chaos, Future Sight. They're going to reprint a bunch of old ones. Unfortunately, this will be paper and MTG online only, which I'm fine with. So it looks like they're going to get a remastered set. Um, Ooh. So Planar Chaos, Future Sight, and Time Spiral, which I think those are all in the same block. Let me double check. That'd be interesting to check out. So, yeah, so it was Time Time Spiral, Time Shift, Planar Chaos, and Future Sight, which Future Sight doesn't have too many like high price things if i remember looking at it right but i'm sure oh can't. no sliver legion oh oh future site was that weird one where they started doing um that weird border yes oh mm-hmm. that's why you don't and, like and they're gonna reprint a sliver oh lord i hope they reprint reprint sliver because they're so expensive yeah right now this is 109 yeah i look slivers, up... are, slivers are stupid expensive they were never like that back in the day and that's when people were like well i'm gonna make a sliver deck and when you all look at each other going nobody's playing with him oh yeah <laughs> oh no anytime um someone brings a sliver deck to we're like band <laughs> to um commander night like because i've always wanted one just to play when like um because a lot of times they'll do like themes so right. you'll do um like tribal so someone will always bring a sliver deck of course and then they're always the first one to be picked off yes because nobody wants to play with that no but nobody wants to be played with that no so um yes it looks like time spiral will be um remastered so basically they're going to do a reprint set i mean hey i wouldn't mind checking that out it's a good set 
and it's just old just old enough to feel nostalgic. But I mean, like we were discussing this what yesterday, where you know the '90s feel like they're a million years away, but like you know, that's our twenty years ago. It was the '90s when it's actually like thirty years. Oh, so, so they're going to reprint some in the um, old car frame card frames. Really? Yeah. So they have uh, Chalice of the Void. Mm. So they showed three cards in this in this article. So they're going to do the it void. old school way. Like yeah. they're not going to do like an. Uh, they're going to not going to do a new art. They're going to do old art and just no. reprint it that way. I which I I'm okay with. That's fine. Um, and then looks like the next um, ancillary set, or they call it supplementary, mm-hmm. is going to be Modern Horizons two. Hmm. which is basically a reprint set um hmm. mostly for commander and modern i mean nothing, modern horizons one was okay nothing spectacular just reprint stuff yeah although yeah. looks like possibly we'll get um fetch lands oh no oh. looks like ping lands huh so yeah marsh flats oh nice one sacrifice no it's a fetch land Okay. I was Pay one life, sacrifice marsh flats, search a library for a planes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fetch lands. I wish they would reprint print the the ping lands. Mm. I don't really see too many of those. No. So, I mean, that's the sets that have been released so I'm far. Intrigued, very much. I mean, the one that I'm probably the most intrigued by is the the wizard one. Oh, the, the yeah. uh, Strixhaven? I mean, they're all very intriguing, but that's just like, that's a full-on, like, it's Harry Potter. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I mean, they're all interesting, especially the D&D one. I want to just, I want to see, it's, in theory, it sounds like it's a good thing, but, like, the mechanics can sound like it could be really funky. I mean, I just don't want them to do what they did with Ikoria and just make the the base mechanic, like, absolutely asinine to deal with yeah because no. that mutate mechanic i won't like, even touch it give us like 2.5 mechanics for for D. super simple just keep it keep it the kiss method yeah we don't need it all together they don't need they don't need they don't need to make the megazord of of rpg but why not because then we'll then we might as well just go play uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, true. <laughs> and that's that's way too complicated. So, speaking of Yu-Gi-Oh, I found something else out interesting on TikTok last night because I couldn't sleep worth shit. Okay. Um, they were talking about how the original Yu-Gi-Oh wasn't actually about the card game. That it was originally um, someone would come up with different games and those would be the shadow, um, the shadow realm games, hmm. or the shadow games, excuse right. me. And then the issue that came out because I guess it was published with Shonen Jump, mm-hmm. um, which that's not surprising. So people were so intrigued by the card game, they actually rewrote the manga and made it all about the card game because Shonen Jump and I believe it was Konami. They teamed up together. They they basically were like, "Oh, well, we could make money off this," and that's Do how it. they got it. I mean, that, that that seems the way 
those kinds of things happen all the time. Usually, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, oh, we're, we can make money off of this. Let's mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it does not. I mean, I liked the original Yu-Gi-Oh! But, like, show it's just gotten both. Show was good. I, I was never show. into the card game. I was into the card game. My friends... Like, um, that's the same thing with Pokemon. I was never into the card game, but I love the cartoon show. I Well, I was so into Pokemon. So, yeah, I got out of Pokemon and jumped to Yu-Gi-Oh!, which was mm-hmm. definitely more, like, magic-esque, in and my that, opinion. That was your progression into, and then, into, and magic. into magic. Although, the gods know I wish... Now I wish I would have gotten into magic earlier so that I could gotten cards a lot cheaper. Yeah, believe me, I've made those mistakes. Yeah. But now, so they're reprinting or remastering, I'll put that in quotations, Time Spiral. And again, um, the professor at Tellarian Community College uh, posted a video that I thought was quite fascinating yesterday about getting rid of the reserve list. So oh. that they could reprint everything. Everything. I'm okay with that. So you you like that idea? I like that idea. I because actually... there are certain cards I believe should be reprinted for just for people who want them and not the you know what I mean like they mm-hmm. just like oh well like me they sold their old collection mm-hmm. they can't get these cards anymore yeah without paying a buttload of money reprint them. Well, so that people can play with them again. And his argument was that because everyone's like, oh, if they reprint it, then the price is going to just tank. It's fucking cardboard. It, it, yeah, it's cardboard. But he actually has, you know, he actually said, and I didn't know this, that like um, the original uh, Demonic Tutor was originally on the reserve list and they yeah. took it off. And the original uh-huh. Alpha Beta Demonic Tutor are still thousands of dollars. Yes. So, so the argument that and people that are my age or our age mm-hmm. remember pulling these cards, and they were at that point just pieces of cardboard. Yeah, they weren't special. It only is in recent years that, that it's really become more of a economy, basically. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's just cardboard. I think I do actually. I mean, think it's that art. They... I like art. Like full mm-hmm. art prints of these cards are gorgeous. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm all about like getting full print art of these cards. But honestly, it's just cardboard. It is just cardboard. But see, here's the interesting thing. So they commissioned new artwork for the Moxen in particular mm-hmm. for Magic Online. Okay. So they don't actually have to commission any new artwork because they can use the new artwork, I, which I personally like the new artwork. Me too. And here's the thing I love about Wizards of the Coast. They don't, they allow the artists mm-hmm. to sell their art as prints oh, yeah. themselves. That's a great thing to do. When somebody doesn't want to buy the cards but loves the art, they can go out there and get a print of that art. Yeah, actually, like, I have several art prints from magic the gathering that i need to get i mean that's great i love that for somebody who's played as long as i have but really doesn't want to buy the card again but loves the art they can go out there Mm. and get it yeah i don't know i think i actually think that they should do a like uh, a vintage remastered set and i I think like everything from alpha beta i think alpha i think they should do all the reserve list cards i am totally because I, I if do they think, want to charge a little bit more, I would be okay well, with Well, I mean, they basically do it the way they did um, fucking, what was it? Um, 
I just got the set. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the Super Limited or whatever. Yeah, Double Masters. Double Masters. Uh, yeah, so, if they want yeah. to do that, I'm okay. I would be okay with that because I know those cards, you're not going to, you're either going to pay out the butt mm-hmm. to get the originals or you're going to pay just a little bit more to get the reprints. Well, actually, the, the professor had a very valid point. He's like, you know, you're going to have the people who just buy them to have the cards so they can play them in tournaments legally. Right. So, you know, you have it and you would actually um, basically rejuvenate yeah. the vintage and 94-95 formats, which I think is brilliant. Awesome. Uh, I really like that idea. And I think it will actually, and I'll agree with the professor on this, drive up the price of the originals because people will be like, well, I have this and I can play with it, but I want an original, you know, um, you Mm -hmm. know, revised, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but like Wizards of the Coast has openly stated they're never reprinting the um, dual lands in a regular set Mm -hmm. because they're too powerful. Then give us a set that you can reprint them in. Yeah. You know, do a Modern this, Horizons. This would, be, this would be the perfect way to reprint those yeah. cards. Do a Modern Horizons and reprint In the my dual brain, lands. Business-wise, that's a lot of money. Yeah. People are going to buy that. Well, and like right now, like people are like, oh, well, we can sue Wizards of the Coast. You know what? It's a promissory um, agreement. Like, you know, a company can go back on its promise, you know, Absolutely. at any time. Mm-hmm. Like, they can try to sue and maybe they might get something, but like... Honestly, I think if Wizards actually did a set like that, if they did a, like, um, revised, like, a third edition, um, I don't even know what you would call it, like, revised, remastered, or even, that's like, even, that's a, beta, exactly like a beta remastered. Oh, my God, that would sell out so fast. I think, well, I think it would flood the market, but I do think people would just go nuts. I honestly think the amount of money that they would make off, off of, of doing like a beta remastered Ugh. would completely there's one card i don't think they would re- reprint reprint though. what i don't think they would print black lotus i think they should you i th- think i think they should i think they should reprint everything i mean i think they should but do i think that they will probably not that's one of the most Why? expensive out there but you would drive up the price that's very true okay point taken like you know, that that's the thing people are like oh well you get all of these out there mm-hmm. especially with the way they print things nowadays mm-hmm. and oh it might oh it'll drive down the price yes that's how i i imagine these people talk oh absolutely um and i'm sitting there going who cares it's it's a card game like i understand about collecting yeah. art and everything um which i do like something different but also here's something that's interesting with Yu-Gi-Oh! is if something gets too expensive now they do have like limited editions of these cards yes they will reprint it so they will re you know they'll either reprint it and then do a special edition of something to make it go up in price Mm -hmm. you know i think that's a brilliant concept so i think wizards one they need to get their um card stock quality under control yeah, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. I mean, that's anything with Wizards from Wizards, though. That is That, that is, is not just the Magic cards. Yeah, because even their D&D books, I think, are getting... Yeah, they're getting a little shot. Well, I actually got the... Um, I've seen ones where they were, like, cut on an angle. As, oh, yeah. Um, it's terrible. I mean, I mean, things happen, don't get me wrong, but I, I've i just seen, like, um, the Mythic uh, um, Odyssey of Theros. Mm-hmm. Like, I got the special edition cover... 
like I bumped it and that corner of the it's book immediate, it's just is just destroyed. destroyed. And I'm like, I just paid, I 50, paid plus 50 bucks for this it's, for that. Give me a break. Like they really need to up their quality, uh, up the, the standards. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's going to cost them just a little bit more, but, but people are going to buy it. And me, I'm a quality guy. Like I like shiny, pretty. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. But I like I shiny, want pretty quality too. For what I'm paying money doesn't grow on trees. Literally no. and figuratively. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I, I think if they're going to do, I actually, I think it's brilliant that they're remastering these. Yes. So that way they can get more of these older cards back out and circulating. Cause I think it's an experiment, honestly. They're going to see how well it goes. Mm-hmm. And if that goes well, then they're probably like, oh, maybe we should do a remaster of a Alpha Beta Revised. I think it's coming. I really do. I do I think um, I enough saving, people... I will be saving my money for a box of that. Well, and I do think because it's it's weird the way the magic economy works. Yeah. Because, like, something will really, really skyrocket, but people are literally looking at going, look, this is someone buying up all these just mm-hmm. to drive up the price. Yeah. Because there's fewer amounts of them out there, blah, 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 blah. Right freaking reprint them reprint them then then everything's a little more fair just reprint them let people play the game if Isn't they reprint them people to do yeah, you want them if to, you reprint them the if they reprint them and this is one of the things that bothers me about it everyone's like well the moxen and the dual lands are too powerful bitch have you seen the shit that they're printing recently i'm like what do you mean they're too proud there's some cards out there where you like you lose the game in two turns yeah i mean it's it i actually didn't read the time spiral thing um when i was going through the list so this makes me a little bit more excited yes. and hopeful that they might reprint some of the older more valuable cards because i think not it'd that be i'm awesome. not excited about the new shit they're putting out but this is more exciting to me than any new themes that are coming out yeah i think i think it'd be great i think it'd be awesome if they like did once a year like let's say they did like a beta remastered yes and then i because i wouldn't do alpha because the alpha cards were cut differently yes um if I yeah I remember or give correctly. us an Arabian Nights remastered or I was just like, gonna say let's do an Arabian Nights let's that do is a my, Legends let's do an let's Ice do... Age like although us... although I don't think they I don't think that they could do Arabian Nights I think that the themes in Arabian Nights mm. might be a little too racist now that is very true I did not think about that I yes. mean I would be excited I think it'd be great for them to is reprint it. Is I from I from Arabian Nights? I think it is. I don't I don't remember. I think it might be. That's but a that's a crazy card. Also Arabian Nights has those really weird like um like just Harazad where you basically start a whole new game within a game. Yeah, it's a weird it's, mechanic. It's weird. Yeah. I would imagine Ice Age. Ice Age would be good. Remastered? Yeah, but Ice Age isn't really that oh, um, oh, well, I mean it's still pretty that good. expensive. No. You can, you can still get a lot of the Ice Age cards, because I have a lot of Ice Age cards Well, you for bought, my like, queue. a booster. Well, yeah, I bought the thing. Oh, one of the speculations about Kaldheim mm-hmm. is we could possibly get Snow-Covered Lands again. Those are my favorites. I'm kind of hoping for that. Like, Snow-Covered Plains and all. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Those are my absolute favorite. That's my absolute favorite mana. Like, those are, yeah. for me, the best. They're so beautiful. Well, you know they did the full art of the snow cover. Yes. Yeah. I need to get some. Mm-hmm. 
All right, well, this is kind of our discussion on the upcoming Magic sets and our speculations and a rant about the reserve list. <laughs> so uh, what do you guys think? Do you like the upcoming set? Do you agree with us? Should they abolish the reserve list? Go ahead and hit us up at Old Midnight Roll over on Twitter. Join us next week when we talk to Dr. Alan Grant on the do's and don'ts of paleontology. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OMidnightRoll. Also, feel free to like, rate, and review us wherever podcasts are located. Until next time, good morning and memento mori.